Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bijou Podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hashtag Couple Goals Question Mark. I'm Ben Jenkins. And I'm Stacey June. And we're here to have a chat crowded around our single microphone. Yeah, the studio life for me has really dropped in uh, yeah. in um, every way, really. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in a strange place. Well, yes. we are in my office, which no longer is set up as a podcast studio because all of my podcasts have been on hiatus. Yes, they have. Mm. They have. So we're we're in between setups, really, aren't we? Mm. Mm. But it was definitely prevalent uh, at this point of our lives to get the mic back out and start talking about where we're at. I think it was funny because um, even though we gave a few updates across the last year of life with our new baby, mm. Certainly felt different to sharing those stories than it does to this one. The conceiving element, the planning. I don't know. There's something about this process that feels like I want to have a conversation about it and want to open up the conversation. I feel quite passionate about it. Whereas talking about whether we fed Bryn solids at what age and all that shit, yeah. I, I wasn't feeling that compelled to discuss. Mm, there's, I mean, there's enough information out there about that kind of stuff anyway. It's- Do you think so? Do you think that's why we've, we kind of, that we yeah. read the zeitgeist a bit? Well, yeah. Zeitgeist? I think- zeitgeist. What did I say? Zeitgeist. I think you said zeitgeist. I think you said oh. it correctly. Good, good job. Well done. Well, we'll uh, soon find out. <laughs> um, yeah, but then there's not many people telling this story about conceiving and and the conception journey and the ups and downs and the curveballs and um, hearing from another couple about uh, their trials and tribulations of, of conceiving a baby, particularly the unnatural way, the way that we do, quote unquote, unnatural way, I have to say, sorry. Um, uh, and I say, I have to say, because I have to say that for myself. Um so I think, you know, we're really looking to talk about that kind of stuff and, and, and like we just said, there's there's plenty out there for the, mm. for the other stuff. It's funny. So this episode is really going to be all about considering baby number two, so just if you hadn't already put yeah. two and two together. Yeah. But it is funny how that, that natural conversation comes up. Like we very well could have pulled this microphone out at any point in the last, you know, however many months and mm. – and started talking, but it is interesting that today we had an appointment with another specialist. Yeah, and I said to you, "Should we grab the mic? Like, should we talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. this part again? Yeah, yeah. You know." Yeah, that was. Uh, it's interesting, like going to these appointments now. Like things don't. Um, it, this is interesting that the things haven't changed. Like you know, oh, I'm like it's so true. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we've got oh. an appointment. I'm I'm excited, and I get there, and then we get to the appointment, and I'm nervous as fuck, oh, just no. sitting there going, no. what are they going to say? Shit, oh god, is it? Oh god, oh. but I, I actually walked away from that from that appointment feeling really good. It's funny you say that because I think that's probably why I felt to get the mic out today because I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned that because I've had 
many more appointments already mm. than you have necessarily been in. Yeah. I've had we so just to give everybody an update, we have a 16-month-old baby by the t- at the time we record this. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, be honest if we drop it later when Ben has time to edit it. It could be, he could be two by the time. Um <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever. Um for those of you big followers that know how much how old he is. Yeah. Um and we are we've definitely been keen to have a second Oh, goodness. From about, I reckon, 11 months old, I could have gone again. Like, yeah. he was 11 months old. And it was just a real timing thing. It was also about um, a breastfeeding thing for me. Mm-hmm. I know that I could. I was totally into the idea of tandem feeding, but my body really spoke otherwise. Like, mm. we, there's so many other factors this time in considering having a baby, which I'm sure there was in the first time we tried for Bryn. Like, oh, we want to we want to get married or we want to go on a holiday or this isn't great for work or blah, blah, blah. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. Um, so here we are. We're at 16 months and we have already had a failed IUI attempt. So yeah. we've done one round a few months ago, which if you follow me on Instagram, I've kind of briefly discussed. I'm not hiding it, but I haven't really opened up about it yeah. in great length. And now we are in a place where a few factors here. We're getting to a point where it's like, uh, is there a time coming soon where we're upping the ante a bit? We've done IUI. Um, if you've listened to season one, you would have known we did four attempts to get Brinny. Mm-hmm. Um, and now with the last attempt, that will take us to five. So this will be our sixth. We've probably got a couple more in us before we have to start thinking about IVF. Yeah. And the other thing that we're considering around the IVF decision is that is still a funny decision because – well, it's not even a decision. It's a conversation. This is the hard thing. So you have to make decisions on number two for a potential something else. And when I say something else, it's a number three. Yeah. I've always been super keen on having three or four kids. <laughs> yeah. I've landed on four pregnancies. Sorry, I giggled. So I've landed on four pregnancies. <laughs> yeah. I've already had two pregnancies, one baby I've met yeah. in an IRL. Yeah. And I'd still love to have two more. Yeah. So, and you can talk about your feelings on that. Do you want to? Uh, well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with the two. Like I've, I've really. If we to, even get the second, yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, like, I, I mean, but yeah, I can see myself with two, and I've always envisaged two. Like whenever I've, like, gone to kind of look to the future and and sort of and you know checked in with myself. That's not to say I'm I'm ruling out three. I just. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think I've seen that far yet. It's funny because is it that you've only seen as far as the next step, which is often you and oh, I know a lot a of dudes yeah, yeah, like yeah. we'll see as my besties, you know, yeah. our besties talk about this in their relationship a bit, is that the um, dude in that relationship sees only what's ahead, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it may be common or is it that that third is with another man, you know. I'm, just- I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because what? if Two. I can see three and you Hang can on, see let me, two, then let me rewind the tape. <laughs> three. It's, what? It's coming with from- another man. But wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. If I see three and you see two, then, Fuck it, I'm out. then who, who gives up? Because it ain't better be me. No, no. <laughs> so if you're going to stay at two, then what do you want from me? I'm yeah, out of here. It's true. Jokes. I don't know. But my point is, is that. We Ben's freaking out at the levels here. The levels. Look, mate, we've got no soundproofing. Like you might as well Stacey's just peaking. throw it all to the throw it all. Should I sit back a bit? No, Is no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, 
Yeah, because I'm deliriously laughing because I'm so nervous probably mm, about mm. the whole conversation. Yeah. But this is the thing, right? So then do you start thinking about IVF because you've got embryos that you can freeze? So potentially if we do decide to go for a third and I'm 40, 41, you know, why would we start an IVF situation then? Yeah. You'd be better off to start it when I was a bit younger with more options in the freezer, and then that process at that age is, read, you know, different and ready to go. He is hoping. Yeah. So there's that. The other factor is we live between two states. <laughs> I mean, we have sperm in one. Yeah. And we, yeah, it's just confusing. Yeah. The whole thing is confusing from that end, you know, because just to be really frank, New South Wales and Victoria, the two states that we go, we bounce a, a between, yeah. have very different offerings when it comes to the public system with fertility. Mm-hmm. For example, New South Wales, because Ben's a cancer patient, everything's free. Yeah. Melbourne, no, that's not the case. I yeah. know that in the new budget they said that it will be, but that's not coming in till the end of 2022 if it comes in. We all know with the New South Wales offering with cancer patients um, or some cancer really? patients pre- getting- 2022, sorry. I end didn't... of. Yeah, right. Um, with the new, the offering that we were under, which was at the Royal Women's in Randwick in Sydney, Yeah. the IVF offering that they said was very close when we began our process with mm-hmm. them took years to yeah. actually have yeah. all of that signed off. So- and a There's, very dedicated doctor. I mean, I oh, don't want to say that. Oh, they're incredible there. We're wanna, so, so biased. I don't like, say we the just doctor, love them. Yeah, I don't want to say the doctor here in, in Melbourne isn't uh, dedicated and really driven to, to make that happen because we haven't met them yet. But in Sydney we have and they are very passionate about it. Look, and you have your pros and cons. Like we know the head hot, the head dog over there. Like, and he's done very. His, the big dog. The yeah. he's looked after yeah. us, um, very well, and um, we've always been very looked after there. And you know, we don't know these people as well. Mm. Um, yeah. But then there's also been often moments, you know, in the other program where we love the head honcho. And there's been disappointing moments in in that experience too. Mm, mm. It's always going to be a rocky road. You know, it's not anyone's personal fault. Well, it's not like going down to the shop to get a coffee, is it? No, it's so unique. So we have so many factors at play here, not to mention um, our sperm's obviously on ice still, so that has to be taken into consideration. Um, And, you know, there is something to be said, like birth, about – where you conceive, where you feel safe, where you know, mm. you know, um, we have conceived Bryn in our home in Sydney. We birthed him in Sydney. Mm. Um, do we conceive and birth there, you know, because that's mm. what we know, that's what we've done. So it is a really interesting time for us. But I guess for me, I've always, I've, I feel very clear on wanting to try for this new baby, but I feel very different in it. And yeah. that's also hard because last time we were like, I mean, listen to season one, conscious conception, kumbaya moments, meditating, eye gazing, fucking this, that. We were doing all this yeah. shit, writing letters to the baby who turned out to be Bryn. We're not <laughs> do- we haven't done any of that for this yeah, potential new bubba, poor little person. Totally. I, you know what I have to like uh, have to admit, and I've, I've, I've come in and out of it a little bit, but I've definitely had moments where I sit there and I try and imagine this or, or connect with this new spirit coming in, and it's and it's not been easy. I have a couple of times, but it's not been easy because I'm like like trying to trying to connect, and I'm like, but what about Brittany? 
What about Gwyneth? It's a very weird thing. Yeah. And imagine that Cause I'm still, times still... 10 with a womb space. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I can imagine. You know what I mean? Well, I can't like, imagine, but... Yeah. No, but you can because even just the fact that you've done that is already giving you... Mm. I feel the same, babe. Like, I mm-hmm. feel that too. I feel... Because he's very consuming. Like, his energy yes, is very consuming. He's, so he's, you know, we're still infatuated with him. It's like our lives yeah. are at 16 months. He's still little. They're completely dedicated to him. Yeah. Like I've just got this, like I mentioned him now, and I've just got this image of him running in the front door after I pick him up from daycare, you know, a little later or or whatever. And we're still very in the bubble, right? So we work from, both work from home. Ben works from home um, most of the week. He goes into the office sometimes and Bring goes to daycare only one day a week at the mm, moment. So yeah. we manage everything pretty well in our community and in our own little bubble from mm. our home. So Bryn's home a lot of the time. So we are very consumed with each other. Yeah. Like I'm sure yeah. most families are, but I do think it's a different time at the moment where yeah. people are working from home. Um, also, daycare is a real effing problem. You know, like we're very lucky that we've got a very small little family ran Steiner very daycare program, but they are exactly. Yeah. We were fucking lucky. Mm-hmm. So, look- and I heard I heard something the other day. Like you, you know, just to add to that, like when we first got here, we were like like number seventy something on the on the waiting list of one for one of the big ones, yeah. big daycare and big dogs <laughs> and fifty something on another um, before we found the family daycare, which we love. Um, but I heard something about the work daycare, which is just on the corner from where my work was in in Sydney, and they've got a waiting. Oh, we were looking at that one. Yeah, there's a we? waiting list that's over a hundred. Like some people are like over number one hundred on the on the waiting list there. Wow, which is huge. So he'd be at school by the time we'd get onto the ABC bloody daycare. Yeah. That's the one behind the ABC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So there's obviously a, a very high demand for. Uh, daycares in the city because people are going there. It's easy for them to finish work and you know pick up their kid and then take them home. So there's a but lot not very going. Many there's a lot going on here, right? So I really want to pick up that conversation or that part that you've just said about connecting to mm. this new spirit and mm. how that's been conflicting and confusing. Because I actually think, regardless of how you conceive, that would be a common thing with number two. Yeah, I would have thought so as well. So when you have spoken to the new spirit or this the, the potential next baby mm. what's who what are you sensing like well, what's I, the vibe I think I can just it's just me sensing their space in our in our environment and particularly seeing Bryn with them that's the thing I think mm. that I have the, the that is the hardest thing to to visualize or to feel is what it would be like with for him with another one uh, around and um I don't know. Sometimes I just can't see it because he's yeah, he's totally obsessed with himself and the world. Like, <laughs> I know, uh, and that's like what a what a, a child that is, that yeah. age is. They're like looking at their hands and their feet. Like he was just you know, he was obsessed the other day when we were in the car because he had um, pants on with elastic, and because he was in the in the car seat, the, the obviously his pants had pulled up a little bit, and it had left a, like a little you know like your socks do on your leg when you when you when they're sitting there for so long they leave you that what little pants did you have? They must have been pretty bloody tight. Oh, it was his little his little um uh, terry toweling onesie or whatever that is. Um, anyway, terry toweling or whatever that onesie. that onesie it looked like a sports onesie, like a tracksuit onesie. The grey one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got elastic around the legs. Anyway. Oh, not around his waist, sorry. No, right, no, okay, no, just right. around his legs. Yeah, and he right. was just pl- like obsessed with his leg, playing with the little dimples that it had left in his leg. He right. was like, whoa. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But they adapt, right? We were like, how's he going to go when we go to Melbourne? How's he going to go on this holiday? How's he going to go here? How's he going to go there? Mm. I don't know. They just, they do adapt. But I think that there's definitely this, you know, big process that we'll go through watching a girlfriend of mine with her little girl. She's just got so much emotion. Like there's just so much that's coming up. Yeah. But I feel like this is a bit even ahead of where we're at. Like it's like, because think about it, if we are lucky enough to fall pregnant soon, mm. it's still like a year away before that little person comes into yeah, the picture. Yeah. But we're also, yeah, we're in a, and like we're in a, a unique phase of life at the moment. You know, things have... I've still kept going with my career and that's going really well, um, doing what I'm doing. Um, I have other passions outside of that, which feel like they're going well and that's kind of lighting me up. I'm in a good groove, so to speak. You've yeah, just re- re-established your career and you've just released your book, um, which has been great. Um, but it's still re-establishing that, that, that new career for yourself, which is your, your obvious, you know, uh, path. Um, but we're still re-establishing it and it's like, you know, we have a have another baby and that's going to put a little handbrake on something that's, you know, still in its sort of early, you know, it's in, in its infancy itself to a degree. So it's, it's, it's a bit tricky to, uh, to see what's going to come around the corner. But we've always said that, you know, that we will just do whatever we're, uh, whatever's meant to happen. But I, I loved when you, you sent me something on Instagram the other day and it was a woman who was saying that, um, you know, as much as you worry about your work and you're not making as much money as you know you can, you're not having, not able to put in the effort that you know you can to build something. But the, uh, she was saying that she's in a family phase and she's got to recognise that. You've got to recognise that, that we're in this family. Not you, sorry. She me. was in a family building phase. Family building phase, yeah, yeah. and not in a money building phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so powerful to her to own that. It's like, mm. it's like if you say you're in a family building phase – Everybody's trying to be in all of the phases at once. Yeah, yeah. And I have always been very aware. I I don't I subconsciously I can be that person where I'm trying to do all the phases. We're looking in my office now and I've got three doors of a wardrobe and the shit that is on there of my plans and my money and my scheduling that's like it's enough for 5 years of a career, honestly. It's a lot. Yeah. So but I'm lucky in that I've I it's almost worked out on purpose that Day's only what's his name Day um, Bryn not Day Bryn's in daycare Day's in Bryn care yeah mm. um, Bryn's in daycare one day a week because it it brings me back to where I wanted to be and I said this to you five years like mm. it might not be that I'm completely immersed in all of the kids until school time but at least Bryn. I want this time to be family time where we can make it happen. Yeah. And work will bring me out as it demands me to, but Mm. it's, you know, we really are trying to follow what peaks and then what doesn't not to be too stressed about it because this is not a money, not not money making, but it's not a money focused phase. Yeah. You know, and 
it's a family building phase. Building's the word, not a money family building, building phase. phase. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a, um, yeah, it's it's not that part of our lives. But realistically, that's very hard um, to live in, particularly when you do have a child that is a bit older now, and you're stop breast, you've stopped breastfeeding, and there's just lots of different things. So, I am pretty proud of how we've navigated this mm. I do do a lot in a short amount of time like it is quite everyone's like I don't know how the f you do all of that mm, mm. um my adrenals will tell you probably um because I'm never I never really stop thinking but at the end of the day if I'm really talking from my gut I know that this is my this is my birthing these are my birthing years these are my grounding, rooting, motherhood, matrescence years. And yeah. it talking about this stuff and really coming back to this potential pregnancy phase again or conception phase and pregnancy and then makes me so alive. Like my eyes are watering thinking about it because mm. I it is my truth. And often so many of my business ideas, they're not clear yet or I've got so many ideas but I can't see which mm. ones to follow or where to lead them and it's because I'm not effing supposed to right now. Yeah, they're all babies. They yeah, are just, all babies yeah, and yeah. it's they're, they're there, you know, yeah. and a lot of other new mums, there's particularly a couple of new mums that I've become very close with that are moving out of their old careers and have really gone through that matrescence mm. change, that real um, visceral change mm. where like their actual – not just their bodies and their personal lives, but their careers have changed. And I have a friend that's moving from a very professional career to a much more, uh, well, she wants to become a, a doula, you know. So it's so interesting to watch it happen. But we're all the things, the one thing we do all have in common is where we can be really guilty of rushing it when we all want to be in this phase. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? You can lose it so quick. So... I just want another baby then to remind me that I'm here. I want to have as many as I can in this block. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it might be two. It might be three. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I've got a block in my life that I will never get back. Yeah. And even just talking about this and thinking about pregnancy again and really grounding into this phase of my life, like our lives, it feels really, really honest. I got to say, everything else feels a little bit like I'm working it out. But when I talk about this this next baby, or at least my family years, yeah, it feels so alive in me. It feels so right. Mm. It's the only thing I know for sure right now. Yeah. Okay. Is building Babies. my family yeah. in this time. Yeah. Okay. That's good. But the rest is hard because that's not just it. Now, we reeled off all of the factors we're trying to find, would figure out to mm. have the baby. And then that's not even to mention how we would manage that, the financial, you know, aspect of that, where my career fits in when it's so stop, start, stop, start, infancy, mm. as mm. you say, or at some points it's been the peak, you know, in this new stage of my life. So it's very confusing. Yeah. It's ve- there's a lot of factors, yeah. but I feel I feel like um, yeah, and this is a hard one for me to let go of because I I it's always been one of my things, just you know worrying about um, having enough money. But then I've been able to kind of let that go a fair bit and surrender to it, and done a fair bit of work just to let it go and and recognize that uh, we will be provided for in what we need. Um, you know, we're thinking about trying to add a little bit more 
comfort, a level of comfort to that. Um, but um, at the moment, we are being provided with what we need uh, on a month-to-month basis to be able to keep going. So, and in, and also on that, and that's in this in this um, family building phase. Yeah, but it's also in a pandemic when there's you know yeah, the kids in Palestine, strange. like yeah. kids are dying overseas, like yeah, and. What it's allowed me to do as well is get some serious – and after all of the George Floyd stuff and there was just such a big conversation around white privilege, mm-hmm. it's really given me an idea of what our make ends meet means yeah. and how fucking privileged that is. Yeah, totally. How we so sit in this world of like, shit, mm-hmm. we don't have X amount in our savings now. We're mm-hmm. like, are you joking? We both work from home. We spend so much time with our child. We have choice in our offerings. We choose to only put Bryn into daycare once a week. Like, we don't, I don't have to work for us to survive. Like, all of these things are incredibly rich, rich privileges, you know, like, and not rich just in the monetary perspective, but rich in the juicy, nourishing life offering that we have. Yeah. And I think last year really checked, I checked my privilege and did a lot of, not enough, I've got to do more, but research into what I can control and what narrative I can change. And that was, yeah, getting really Mm. beat up about shit that was just, was so, um, kind of superior to yeah, the majority yeah. of the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, sorry, little segue, but I, I just did a session this morning that I was in for work and it was all about um, all about managing your energy and not your time um, because we're all kind of, you know, have done a lot of inward reflection in this past year, but it, you also recognise that it's, you know, that's how you get to burn out when you're doing a lot of things that you uh, where you're not managing your energy and you're just managing your time instead. Anyway, uh, we did this session and he had a question. He's like, I'll come back to it. But, you know, he was asking all these things, what's the opposite of this, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, what's the opposite of stress? And he kind of came back to it and then everyone had to think and, and then everyone was putting answers in there as to what they thought the opposite of stress is. Um, and what do you think the opposite of stress is? Uh, ease. Ease. I said contentment. Um, and, you know, a lot of people said that. Ease, relaxation, meditation, all these things. And actually the opposite of stress is trust. Oh, that's good. So it's all about all about that. Oh, you know. yes. That is good. Yeah, yeah. That is good. I think it might have missed quite a few people, but it's right in my wheelhouse. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> me too. Because that's the thing for me. I'm glad you I, shared that. And I'm, now everyone's got to get that. Only because I've, I've done so much work on letting go and surrendering, like on my... <laughs> Like the picture you sent me that's still on my lock screen on my phone that says get get used to things working out for you. Um, because when you do surrender and trust, you know, the universe has got your back. Isn't that um, such a cute thing your wife did for you? Yeah, totally. It's two little cats hugging each other. It's so you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like made for you, that effing meme. Yeah, totally. Right. Okay. So where do we land now? Like where do, where how do we sign off on this? conversation I Mm. guess and not for everyone else but for you and I like where are you I mean hi guys we know you're there but like I'm actually really intrigued to know well first let me share what I feel then yeah and then you can share wherever you're at without me posing a question per se sure I feel really wonderful after this conversation Mm. life can get really busy and they have become bite-sized conversations, which you hear new parents or any parents say, 
But what a lovely thing to sit down and actually just have a chat about this in this way. Like I've missed it. I've really missed it. But I think what it also allowed me to realize is that choosing family, what I've realized is choosing family and investing in my personal life is ambitious. And I have really struggled with some of this. Like I kind of always imagined personal life being something that slotted in and supported your career and Mm. all of the other goals and I suppose material items you wanted to attract and work towards. And um, there's no judgment on any of that. And there's still plenty of things we'd love to gain. Holidays, a big shack, big house in the middle of the forest somewhere, you know, lots of things we want from a external perspective. But more importantly, what I've realized is how important what we're doing as an investment, as an ambitious kind of prospect in our family is in my life right now. And that ambition isn't just about your career. It's about what you want for yourself in the most aspiring, kind of hopeful, big, opportunistic way. Mm -hmm. It can look like that in your home life too. And I'm really proud of the fact that we do we are doing a lot of work on ourselves and we are still doing a lot of work on our relationship. Mm. That's definitely something that we're focused on the last few months. And I think that I've realized more than ever that that stuff is my version of career at the moment that I yeah. am investing in that. Yeah. And I I think it's something that is important to be said. And so when I think about having another baby, I'm like, well, of course, I'm an ambitious person. Let's get going. Let's do this. Let's live. Let's aim big, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's something I didn't really appreciate as much was just how much um, uh, the mother of the baby needs to think about that in a heterosexual relationship, you know. It's that you really have to consider what having a baby is going to do to your career, how much it's going mm. to, how long a period of time it's going to affect it. Um, yeah, how it's going to affect uh, if you work in a traditional career or job or organisation, how it's going to affect you there when you come back to work, how people will see you, um, those kind of things. And for you as well, like particularly with um, building a career, which you've done amazingly well with, like in this time, <laughs> having, you know, a little baby as well. Um, it's incredible. Like you just fucking launched a book. That's 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 nuts. Um, and you were writing that when, you know, when he was still very young while you were on maternity leave. So, um uh, not to say it started there, but that's where it finished. The hard writing stuff mm. happened there. So mm. that's that's amazing in itself. Um, and so you're building your career and having to think about all this and juggle that. Whereas for me, you know, I don't have to think about that as much. But I think it uh, the one thing that has come to light is you're right. Like you have these you have these dreams for what you want to do for your life, uh, career wise, or your purpose. And then you know you've got all that, and you're like, oh, we'll just have a baby on the side. That'll come in. That's just that that'll just happen. Mm. It doesn't. You need to give mm. it. A lot of attention. Mm. It is the, the they're all. I guess you think about it all. As, they're all as babies, right? You just mm. got to think about that all. You're birthing something all the time. So when you're having a a baby, a human baby, that's becoming part of your life, that is going to be in your life forever. Um, that uh, <laughs> sorry, I just nearly yanked out my headphones. Um, so when you when you think about having a, a baby in your life, which is not just a baby, it's a child that will grow up and they'll be in your life forever. They need that that 
energy and and attention uh, to not only not only after they're born, but when you're trying to conceive, you need to be giving that your conscious energy and, and attention from the moment you're trying to conceive all the way through. So. I didn't I, like when we had Brina. I don't think I thought about that enough. You know, it was no, like I, was, I thought uh, you could juggle everything. Uh, I was going to say that you could squeeze a baby. It's like the, uh, I think that's a lot of the time people think that they're like, I've got my work. It just goes on. We'll just squeeze a baby in here. No, I think I was having those conversations, and you were totally on board and agreeing with them. But I think you often mentally understand things, but to live it, you get secondary, which mm. is a lot of people. And that's what I was going to add. Everything you've said. We've both, not just you, but probably more so you, because of the roles we play in this picture, I have to get used to it much earlier than you do. Um, You have the ideas around that and you have the really big kind of, um, I suppose, woke, open-minded, you know, new age acceptances of what parenthood is, or maybe they're not even new age. They're probably just old, more old school traditional stuff. Yeah of having that real single focus on your family. Yeah, yeah. And that's all Ingrained. well and good, yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't work like that in the real world no. all the time. You you kind of have that as a as a um, understanding, but then the reality of that is tricky, you know? Yeah. Like we've learned that on the job. And that's why I wanted to say to those of you listening if you're in the conception process, you're early parenting, you're pregnant whatever, Get off your own back, like don't worry. We had to learn a lot of this and are still learning it as we go, Mm, you know, mm. like having that kind of these insights, even some of them I feel like I'm reminding myself today, Yeah, you know, and just going, wow, okay, actually, right, this is, we're on this road, this is the way we wanted it to be, this is how it actually looks in reality, we're still choosing it, great, game on, you know, like because it... You can choose it all you effing want. Yeah, and yeah, then it, yeah. it might not actually work in the reality of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is a shame, I think, for many people because mm. I think we have a lot of kids that are suffering and a lot of, you know, busy people. And mm. there is some real issues that are stemming up because of the way that, I guess, our system asks us to be, i.e., you know, like everyone has to be working to afford to live in certain places mm. and and then, you know, the system doesn't support everybody working. Like yeah. it's just a kind of this, yeah, it's 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 pretty sad in some ways. Yeah, it is. So um, I understand that it is hard to kind of completely change your life if you've always been living that way mm. as mm. well. Um, but I feel very lucky in that we're both on the same page with this and yeah. – in some ways, I feel like we got on this page from when I lost my job, really. Mm, it was mm. definitely not something that I don't, I, I'm sure I would have been on if I had have been still on air and had a full-time job yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah. we got here because we were led here and yeah. not always from a fun time. Yeah. And I think we've done well with that. We have put these we things- We made lemonade, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely made lemonade. But we've put these things out to the universe to go, okay- we want to do these things. You show us which path we we are to totally. go Totally, and that down. comes back to that trust thing. Yeah. And also having all goals and dreams led from a value perspective first mm. and a feeling perspective first, not, you know, sure the materialistic stuff is there, but it comes from, you know, if we want a big house up north, we want to run retreats or we want to help. Like we, you know, we want to have a life where we can feel fresh air and be, mm. in, you know, there's, the reasons we want things are very um, 
wholesome, to be yeah. fair, I yeah. think. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess wish us luck. We'll keep you updated as we feel mm. called to. Um, yeah. And for those of you that have contacted us over the past, uh, well, me in particular over the past couple months saying that you've recently found this show again or you found it at a time you need it um, thank you for reaching out it is really nice to think that this little show um, is doing something that I suppose we felt like we didn't have at the beginning and also this little show is giving back to us too which is you know I've definitely got a lot out of recording this episode yeah for sure you also it's like having a little therapy session yourself you know you end up speaking your feelings and talking about how you think things are going and how you want them to go and and it ends up feeling great once you do that. Particularly for me, I should say, because I'm not very good at kind of voicing those things. I didn't even know you were talking to the baby. Thoughts, feelings. The other thing I will say that if you listen to this with your partner or perhaps you're listening to it on your own, um, maybe use it as an opportunity to have a bit of a chat around some bigger things, you know, Mm. like... Um, are you are you talking to your potential spirit baby? Are they coming into you? Have you thought about what they might look like or who they are or how mm. they would fit into your energy space? Really feeling that and visualizing that for me has gotten me so vibrant and excited. Yeah. Um, so I suggest that if you are in the trying to conceive process that we are currently in again, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Start getting really real with that visualization. Don't be scared. Yeah. Because I yeah. think I was a bit scared and we, I'm getting emotional now. Yeah. I don't think we've spoken about it because no. we're scared if, again, just like yeah. last time, yeah. like, what if it doesn't yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah. Can we get so excited? Yeah. But, yeah. One you know, step at a time. just thinking about that little energy and mm. having that conversation in a, you know, an aspirational way and a real manifestation way or visualization way, I should say. Yeah is really magic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, And I'd love you guys to feel what I'm feeling right now too. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And look, there's always the uh, Couple Goals community as well on Facebook. Oh, yeah. If you feel um, like you want to have some conversations there. Not always led by us. There's a lot of people in there having conversations and asking questions and supporting each other. It's great. Mm, And we'll put these episodes up in there to re-invoke any conversation Mm -hmm. that anyone's having. Um, And if you've got any topics that you'd like us to do when we get around to doing this podcast, um, we'll we'll have a look and... and, Absolutely. um, and move through them. We ha- we do actually also have an Instagram page, which we've got absolutely nothing on it, but watch this space. Yeah. You never know. You never know. All right. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.